And now, talking some North Alabama high school football and sharing lukewarm takes from around the SEC, it's the potentially award-winning three-and-out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Welcome into the three and out pregame show for another week. It is the Albertville game, the state's oldest rivalry. That's what we're getting ready for right here on the three and out pregame show. Gunnersville travels to take on the Aggies for the 10th and final regular season game of the year, which is hard to even say. I, I'm just, uh, it's, it's unbelievable that uh, we're sitting here at the end of October already and Basically, we've got a full slate of playoff games that we can already get ready to talk about. But we're not going to do that in this first segment. We're going to talk about this albertville Gunnersville game because it's always a big one no matter what the records are. It's important to a lot of people in this county, and it's very important to the two guys sitting next to me, Zach Ross, John Davis Rollins. Zach, um, your memories of the Albertville game and and just uh, why you like this game so much. Gosh, um... Well, you, you grow up hearing all the stories. I mean, I remember growing up hearing about, uh, you know, folks taking the train up and down the mountain That's so cool. um, on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. And, that, I mean, honestly, it gives me chills. Like, I, I have a little book of history of Marshall County and Gunnersville uh, specifically. And just reading those stories, just reading about that, like, it is, it's been an integral part of this community since the community basically started mm-hmm. um and you know and it's and it's fairly it's been now recently it's been very much one-sided to the wildcats but over the course of time i mean it's fairly even i know at one point it was basically completely even mm-hmm. um here sort of recently but now the uh, the wildcats have kind of taken over but this is a game that um you know you you don't you do not have to motivate your players i mean i I talked about the importance of it. We 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 had a lot of uh, like new kids in our soccer program last year, and uh, I talked to them, you know, pregame before we played Aberville about the importance of it. And you you could say that they bought in, uh, they felt it, they felt that passion, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, surrounding the game. So yeah, it's it's just I, that's that to me that's what I would say. It's an integral part of the community, um, and it's it's really a special special rivalry. John Davis, do you keep a special place in your heart for Albertville? I do. You know, this is, uh, as an Alabama fan, I think y'all two would understand, this is the Tennessee game. Yes, I'm so glad you said not, that. It's not thinking. the Auburn game. <laughs> no, it's This not. is the Tennessee game. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. I, I thought about that this morning, too. I was like, if you had to compare it, it would definitely be Tennessee because it doesn't matter what record is coming in, just win. Just win the game. You know, you know, all of my fe- fellow judges, like all of them, are Aberville guys. Like <laughs> all of them. I'm the only Gunnersville guy, and and you know, so so yeah. They for a little for quite a while they've been talking smack about basketball. Well, that kind of stopped, and then you know they haven't really talked much smack no. in football. But uh, there's not uh, much I, to talk. I, it's been a lot. It's been radio silence this year. Uh, but but that's okay. You <laughs> know, I, I was I was telling y'all before we came on, you know. The weather out yeah. there. I mean, the, the fact that it's tonight. rained. The you know this last part of the week, um, it's going to be kind of cold and rainy to, uh, tonight. And I, I just, I don't know. Uh, it, it it worries me. It's a rivalry game, mm-hmm. you know, like just like you saw with Alabama and Tennessee. Ugh. Alabama, you know, uh, eventually pulled away easily, but that first quarter, first half, 
Yeah. I think I think Tennessee fans were believing that they could win, and I, and I think and I think that'll be key tonight if, too. You're right. If you give a team that belief. doesn't have any be, any business to win, if you give them belief, the Ted Lasso Ted Lasso belief, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're going to hang around, and especially with it being in Albertville, with it being at home. You're talking about the weather tonight. Silver lining is they're playing on artificial That's grass right. again. That's right. Yeah. So at least that kind of takes that kind of takes that out. But still, it's it's tough to move the ball when it's windy and wet, and especially as much as the Skinnerville team throws the ball. Right. I know the Logan Pate has obviously had an excellent season as we all expected, but a lot of that offense is predicated on, on what Logan Pate does in the backfield. Touch base real quick on the uh, West Point game last week. Gunnersville wins that game going away. Um, I think they were pretty much into the game after the end of the first quarter, 21 nothing, which is kind of what we all expected them to do. Undefeated in the region once again, I think it's pretty remarkable to see how how this team has responded since Hanley. Since Hanley, yeah. And and we talked about that and how they were going to use that as motivation moving forward. Yeah. And um, they, I mean, they obviously and they have, did. And, and I'm still really impressed with the defense, regardless of who your opponent is, to keep any high school team week after week under 10 points right. with, is with, impressive. With losing so much. And Coach Reese has said it as, uh, numerous times on, on the on the Coach Lance Reese show. You know, Miller-Cutner getting back into the fold. You know, a one-arm Miller-Cutner is better than most two-arm folks. <laughs> so just having that guy back on the field has been huge. Um, you know, the emergence of guys like Braden Graham, who we have talked about since the Fort Payne Jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> that kid has come in and has acted like he is the most excited player on the field, and I think that's kind of, you know, you you talk about Cole Bryan a good bit. There's another guy that's really really stepped up for that defense. On the outside, they look to be lacking a, that leader. Inside, they knew they had it the right. whole time. There's such a big difference between inside the locker room and outside. They knew they had it. Us on the outside kind of looking in, we were kind of going into the season thinking, who's going to lead this defense? You don't have a Jarrell Williamson on the field anymore. You, you don't have a Jordan Griffin. So many of those guys that really led by example and vocally. Right. Huge losses, and this program just picks up the pieces and keeps going. Right, right. Yeah, you you, you hit the nail on the head there. I've, I've been really impressed with Brian, uh, with Graham. Um Antonio you know, Spurgeon's played well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Um, is he back tonight? I don't know if they have an official status on him. I, he, he may still be recovering. He got he um, he got sick. Not not COVID. Um, that's kind of really all they're disclosing. Uh, I don't know if Antonio will be back tonight. I do want to mention this real quick. Um, uh, Julian freshman last week getting a touchdown from the backfield, and I'll tell you right now that kid um, he doesn't look freshman. No. When he comes in the game. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and it's probably a little something more for Ramsey to have to watch now. Right. Um, with him getting that first uh, rushing touchdown. So, I think um, back to the defense, it looked to be they were in need of leaders. And through 10 weeks, they have um, they have found those leaders going right. into the Albertville game and going into the playoffs, which right. is which is huge. And and now that Miller's back, mm-hmm. you know, and, and seems to be, you know, fully yeah. healthy or at least, you know, pretty, pretty darn close – um yeah he and he's a guy that leads vocally and by example right. too um yeah haven't it, it it has been phenomenal to see then that's but that's the that's sort of the sign of a great program mm-hmm. you know you lose 
great players, great leaders, but the guys that have been behind them have seen how they've done things. When there's a standard. And they just kind of fall right in, you know, right. into the same uh, pathway as them. So, yeah, no, it's it's been great. I mean, to after that Hanley game, I think everybody was kind of like, uh – are we as are we as good as we thought? Right. Yeah, we're as good as we thought. We had a bad bad night. A bad I've night. I've talked to several other radio outlets around the state um, throughout the year. HSA Radio Network. I talk to the guys down in Greenville every once in a while, and um, I always talk about that Hanley game. Like they got they got smacked in that first game against Hanley, and their reaction every time is, "Well, Hanley's really good." So <laughs> yes. that's really nothing that you got to hang your head over. Um, I did want to before we go to break. John Davis, you're close to this group. Um, have you seen this group get closer and closer Since. as the season's gone on, or have they always been close? Yeah. This group in particular, because yeah. every team's so different. Yeah, um, I would say last year losing everyone that they lost, mm-hmm. um, they were still close, but I think throughout the course of the season they've gotten closer right. and figured out how to play together without – because, you know, up until this year, they've all always played together with all right. with all of them. But this year, they had to learn to play without them. So it was, you know, it was a struggle at first. But I mean, it's look at them now. It's been know. fun to watch. It has. Um, this real, team has real, definitely grown. Real quick, mm-hmm. Reese can get ninety eight mm-hmm. wins tonight. Yep. With a win, he also ties Coach Isom for the most wins against Albert. It's unreal. Oh whoa. <laughs> well, I just I saw fourteen out of the last seventeen. Gunnersville has won. Yes. Yep, we're going to get into we've won, uh, we've won 17 of the last 22. Whoa. Yeah, for now, sure. We're, now, are we talking just games or games in the Albertville rivalry? Albertville rivalry. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, for Cause, sure. Because Isom was 9 and 2. And that shows you kind of um, how old. I guess I've lost my memory because I mentioned us being sort of even with Albertville. <laughs> that, was, that was quite a while ago. Because you remember, remember you remember the losses way more than you remember the wins. Well, that was around when that's I was why, in high school. Um, that's why it always sticks in the back of your head. You're like, yeah, I know we should beat them tonight, but man, they beat us back in '06. <laughs> I'm gonna while, while we go to break, I'm gonna look and see. Yeah. I, I want to say we were 0 and 4. We might have been <clears throat> 1 and 3 against Albertville when I was yeah. in school. Might have um, been. No, but we, we, like, were, we were 4 and 0. Right after that, yeah, right after I graduated, it was just a massive shift in the rivalry. Yep. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back with three and out pregame show, we're going to start talking about some playoffs and we've got some other stuff coming up. So you guys uh, stick in there with us. We'll be right back. It's a three and out pregame show. The three and out pregame show is presented by Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, specializing in life, auto, home, and business insurance and determined to cover you at the best possible price. Stop by their office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville. Let them take a look and give you a free quote. It only takes a few minutes and they will get you savings. Trust your hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, the best agency in the business and big supporters of local high school sports. This is Dr. Stephen Henderson. And I'm nurse practitioner Nancy Seaman from Lakeshore Family Practice in Gunnersville. We are in our 40th year of serving citizens of Marshall County. And we're proud to sponsor the broadcast of the Gunnersville Wildcats. I'd like to personally invite you to contact us for your family's medical needs. Our practice offers state-of-the-art medical care, always with excellence and compassion. Let us be your medical home. Contact us and see if you're a fit for our practice. Factory Connection has the looks you love for less, a lot less. 
they opened their first store nearly 50 years ago right here in downtown Gunnersville and now have over 300 locations in 17 states. Buying from the industry's leading fashion manufacturers allows Factory Connection to offer name, brand, and specialty store fashions that are 25 to 75% below retail. And they restock twice a week, every week. With great looks and serious savings, Factory Connection is your fashion connection. Best wishes to all the Gunnersville Wildcat cheerleaders and football players from Kirkpatrick Concrete. We are proud to be one of the oldest concrete companies operating in the state, having served Alabama for well over 100 years. Kirkpatrick Concrete pledges to deliver ready-mixed products with the best quality by professional mixer operators in a timely manner. For information on our Gunnersville block operation and all other inquiries, be sure to visit ConcreteSouth.com or call 582-3274 and go Wildcats! The physicians, nurse practitioners, and the entire staff at Lakeside Clinic in Gunnersville send best wishes to the Gunnersville Wildcats. Dr. John Bogus, Dr. Joshua Bell, Dr. Leslie Reed Johnson, Dr. Morgan Jackson, Dr. Joel Milliken, Dr. Alex Nixon, Dr. Jeff Saylor, Dr. Wade Edwards, and the nurse practitioners Emily Crosby, April Miller, and Amanda Rowe salute the Wildcat football team, the band, the cheerleaders, and everyone associated with Wildcat football. Marshall County Gas District works diligently to keep our customers top priority from providing reliable natural gas service to a variety of free, convenient bill pay options. You can pay online at marshallcountygas.com or call 877-852-8477. There are no fees to utilize either service. We are here for you, operating normal business hours of Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Go Wildcats! From the Marshall County Gas District. And now, back to the three and out pregame show. And welcome back into the three and out pregame show. We're going to visit now with Albertville head coach Chip English. Coach, really appreciate you joining us tonight um, for the pregame show. And I know obviously this is your first year at Albertville, but it's probably not taking you long to figure out just uh, how important this game is to, to the people of Marshall County. Yeah, it's, uh, it's big, you know, and, uh, my first opportunity to be in a big rivalry, and not only a big rivalry, but the oldest in the state. So that's, uh, you know, I'm honored to kind of be in it and excited to kind of experience it for the first time. Yeah, and, and going back to, you know, talking about your first year here at Albertville, I remember uh, back in August at the first uh, press conference for media days, you were obviously very excited to take this job. And, and uh, just talk a little bit about how this first year has gone so far, you know, getting to know the players, getting to know the atmosphere, the culture, and and just kind of what you think so far through 10 games? Well, you know, it's, it's a process, and that's, uh, you know, fortunately uh, I've kind of done this before a couple times and understanding that process, and sometimes it moves a little bit faster than you want, and sometimes it moves a little bit slower than you want. And so, obviously, uh, right now is not where we want to be at 1-8, and eight, but, uh, but we have seen progress. We have seen things change. We have seen, you know, as far as practice ability, you know, the weight room is starting to, to, to kind of come alive. So a lot of things, a lot of things are happening that I'm, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised with, not surprised, but I'm, I'm pleased with. So it's just one of those things where uh, it takes a little bit of time and, um, you know, we're putting a lot, a lot of young kids on the field. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still excited to be here. I'm still, um, you know, ready to kind of keep churning and keep pushing and, and hopefully we can do something in this last football game. Talking with Albertville head coach, Chip English coach. Talk a little bit about your team specifically. If, if there was a 
a spot or two, uh, you know, on your offense and your defensive side of the ball. But we should kind of watch. Who, who are some guys that we should really watch for on this team? Well, I think offensively the, the most consistent player that we've had all year is our, our sophomore quarterback, Andy Howard. And, uh, you know, he's had some really big games throwing for over 200 yards. And then, you know, he had some big games with with using his, his legs. I mean, and James Clemens, he had two two touchdowns last week. And against Boaz, he threw for 270-plus. So uh, it's it's been there. Uh, he's probably been our most consistent player all year. And, uh, I, you know, I fully expect him. To have a uh, to have a big game on Friday, and then obviously being as young as he is, having a bright future here. So, uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, you know, our secondary is pretty banged up. Um, but but really, you know, who we need to kind of step up and do some things is uh, uh, our middle linebacker Isaac Henderson, and he's a sol- he's a, excuse me he's a junior, and uh, he's played really well at times, and then um, he's had some down games. So, you know, in order for us to win, you know, he's a guy that's always around the ball. He needs to make some big plays. Um, Friday night and get some pressure not only on the quarterback but obviously um, with Gunnersville having a big a big running back you know he's he's going to have to match up and really get him to the ground. Yeah, I know. Kind of segues into the next thing I want to talk about this Gunnersville team. Um, just well, you know when you when you're prepping for this Gunnersville team, what what are you looking at mainly and and what do you expect from this Wildcats group? Well, they're very well coached and uh, you know they're they're not very very rarely out of position so. Um, if, if, if you're going to beat a, a Gunnersville team, um, you're going to have to play all four quarters and really, um, really find uh, find ways to move the ball and stop the ball. So, obviously, you know having that quarterback that they have and the running back that's uh, played a ton of snaps over the last four years, um, you know that's going to be our first objective is to try to make sure we're limiting him in the run game. Um, and a guy that gets that many touches a game and and uh, the, the offense is based around him. You know, it's going to be one of those things where we have to stop their number one weapon, and that's him. And obviously, you know, number three, number two, um, the quarterback's going to be able to run. So stop the run and don't give up the big play. You know, uh, the quarterback does a really good job of scrambling around and finding guys deep, and uh, he's done that several times this year with that deep post and stuff. So, you know, we just got to make sure we're eliminating the big play and uh, finding a way to stop the stop the running back. And then defensively, you know, you know their defensive defensive front is really really sound in what they do very gap conscious and, and uh, does a good job of not getting pushed back. So we're really going to have to make sure we're fitting those guys up. Our running game is going to have to kind of come alive and, and hopefully we can throw it on them and, and they don't give up the big play either. You know, they play a cover three. Um, they, they do it really well with uh, with number two in the back, you know, um, and, and those corners and the outside linebackers 35 and four, you know, they do a good job in the open field tackling. So it's going to be a challenge for us, but uh, I'm excited. Our guys have had a really good week so far and, uh, you know, ready to go out and play. Talk about Albertville coach, Chip English. Coach, what's been your favorite part of Albertville and Marshall County since you've been here? Well, I'll tell you, the, you know, the support that uh, that we're getting thus far, you know, and that's not only from the community but from the school system, from the administration. Um, you know, the, Albertville wants to be good, and, and uh, they're, they're putting the resources in place. They're doing things. Uh, they're doing the measures that to be – to be good, not only you know in the near future, but in the, in long term, and so uh, that's exciting as a coach. You know, obviously you want to be good in year one, and you want to you want to go win out in ten games, and, and that is was absolutely the goal. Um, but really, when you sit back and look at how 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 to rebuild and how to grow, um, it starts with infrastructure, and our our administration has done that. Um, we're, you know, the plans in place and the dirt's moving for to uh, 
to uh, you know start our indoor facility. So really excited about the the investment that they're making, and uh, that 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 really tells me that they're invested in, and we're ready to have a bright future. Coach, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you joining us tonight. Uh, best of luck, and uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And back here on the three and out pregame show. So uh, playoffs are pretty well set for the entire county. I mean, obviously, we're going to keep reiterating this point as we talk about the playoffs. Gunnersville has to play Albertville tonight. We're aware of that. But there's a playoff game set and ready for next Friday night for Gunnersville. Gunnersville will host Ramsey. You know, they've only met, and we'll get we'll get way more into the to the weeds of the Ramsey game next week. But this this Ramsey team and this Gunnersville team haven't met that many times. It seems like they have, though. Um, and they really haven't over the last – I think they've met maybe four times um, in the history uh, of playing football. So, just twice. Just twice. Gunners will a winner in 2014, 10 to seven, and a winner in 2015, yeah. 14 to six. Yeah, this Ramsey team is not what you would really expect out of a Ramsey team, but they still got burners on the edge. So it's still going to be a tough, uh, tough out for a first round playoff game. Fairfield will come to Fairview. Uh, Boaz will travel to Parker. Boaz ended up with a third seed. And Douglas, first year in 23 seasons, they get a playoff matchup, and they're going to go take on the Pleasant Grove Spartans. You know, that's, <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things to me, like when, when Alabama or Auburn schedules the Citadel or yeah. Austin P or, you know, Murray State or one of mm-hmm. – it's like it's still cool for those kids to get to, to get to experience that. Um, huge, you know, huge shout out to and, Coach and, Wiles and yeah, and you'll staff. yes, and you'll no matter what the score line is, mm-hmm. no matter what happens, like you'll always remember that and remember yeah. that you got a chance to play against arguably the you know the best the top team in the state or what many people think to be right. And this right Pleasant now. Grove program too, I remember from last season. Um, they're not a it's not a program that's that's willingly going to score a hundred points. Coach LeBeau and that that staff they do a good job. They'll 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 bring it back after the first quarter for sure. Uh, but 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 huge huge shout out to Coach Lyles and that whole second, staff in Douglas. second year. In second year, second year, and he's got the roster numbers are up. Uh, they're going to the playoffs. I mean, it's moving in the right direction at Douglas. It that's is for sure. I love and I love and I love to see it. I really do. I, I hope I hope they keep. I don't want them to beat the Wildcats, but I hope they keep plugging away. I'd love me. for this Douglas team to get a shot at Albertville. Oh, wouldn't that be funny? Cliff Mitchell. Cliff Mitchell on the yeah. sideline at Douglas. Oh, they'll, they'll avoid that. Uh, the good thing I like They'll avoid that like the plague. <laughs> the thing I like about uh, Brandon Lyles, um, it's not a stepping stone job for him. No, he like, wants to be there. That's where he wants to be. Yep. Right. Yep, for sure. He said that day one. Um, and he knew, too. I mean, he, he's got such a good personality for it, too, for that job. There's been a, there's been a few really since Coach um, Knapp, uh, Brian Knapp, was was there oh god three coaches ago now he was great he really he, he had a really good personality for that douglas job coach lyles does the last two i'll just i'm just going to be honest with you I, I knew one of them i knew when i first talked to him like, it's never going to work out right at, at douglas you can't you've got to you've got to know first of all what program you're coaching you got to be aware of that and then second of all you got to got to be willing to to be a part of that community because Douglas is a it's a tight knit community, and Brandon Lyles checks yeah. all those boxes. Yeah, you can't have one foot in in no. a place like that. Um, no. And you know, so and it 
And really, one of the keys to just being a successful coach and building a, success, a successful program is, uh, you know, having that culture, mm-hmm. that team culture, that program culture that people want to be a part of yeah. and that people are proud of. Um, and it seems like that's what he's doing. Like once you get in there and you get that established and you maintain it's you know you maintain it. Yeah, you can really have so much success. Coach Lyles said that too. He's talked about how these seniors this year, his juniors and his seniors, they're they're leading for him. You know, last year it was all him, right? Trying to build that foundation of here's what I expect. He's got juniors and seniors now that are doing exactly what he expects of them. So that's huge too. So. But huge, huge shout out to Douglas. Congrats to them. They should beat Pisca tonight, which means they should go seven and three for the year, which is just phenomenal. Um, but a little bit more on this Albertville game tonight. So obviously, if you were, if you had to put a number on it, Gunnersville is going to be a huge favorite. You know, this Albertville team has struggled, and I know, I know they talk a whole lot about the, the fact that they're in seven A. We know, we know that. But you struggled against Boaz. You've struggled against Arab too. So, to me as a whole, I think uh, Coach English has got some work in front of him to do, and I think a lot of it has to do with getting the roster size up, getting more kids out. The roster is always big there. It's just a matter of who's on the roster. And I kind of wonder, as I'm sure people have told him, how important this game is. But coming from Grissom, you know, he this is his first Gunnersville Albertville game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, does he understand the importance of the rivalry? I would, I would hope so. I would think so, but. Um, you know, if if he did, you know, then he would give uh, some proper motivation to those guys. I know some some of the assistant coaches over there, like personally, mm-hmm. they treat this game. If Gunner, if Arvon Gunners will played in like tiddlywinks or backgammon, oh, yeah. they would be right there yelling at whoever's oh, yeah, participating, sure. motivating sure. all that. It means a lot to a lot of people up there, and and so yeah. I, in these kind of games, it's cliche to say you can throw away the record books. You really can. You've got to show up. You've just got to show up. And if Gunnerville shows up and plays just well, mm-hmm. that they shouldn't have any problems. Should be fun. Should be fun. It's going to be fun regardless, and it's going to be uh, one of those kind of a wet, dreary kind of games. So it'll be a good. Uh, the people who want to be out there are yep. going to be out there. You we'll know what find I mean? Out, like, we'll find out who wants to be there. Who really wants uh, That's for sure. Well, y'all stick around with us. We've got one more segment coming up. Then we're going to visit with Coach Reese later in the show, and then we're going to send it to the field. So stick around. It's the 3 and Out pregame show. The 3 and Out pregame show is presented by Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, specializing in life, auto, home, and business insurance, and determined to cover you at the best possible price. Stop by their office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville. Let them take a look and give you a free quote. It only takes a few minutes, and they will get you savings. Trust your hometown Alpha agents, Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, the best agency in the business and big supporters of local high school sports. Magic Pond in Bluntsville is a proud sponsor of Gunnersville Wildcat football. Magic Pond is your one-stop shop for jewelry, electronics, tools, fishing bait and tackle, U-Haul rentals, and FFL transfers. Their large selection of firearms come with a lifetime guarantee and they carry all types of ammo. If they don't have it in stock, they'll be glad to order it for you. So give Wes and the guys at Magic Pond in Bluntsville a call at 205-429-5626. And go Wildcats! 
D&S Lock and Key Service has been Marshall County's go-to professional locksmith service for nearly 40 years. D&S Lock and Key is here to help keep your property safe and secure, assist with emergency lockout assistance, and even provide safe and vault service. They provide a fast response and turnaround for key making as well. Visit them online at dndslockandkey.com or call 582-8006. And remember, emergency hours are available. Pax Nursery and Garden Center, rooted in family tradition for over 50 years and proud supporters of Friday Night High School football broadcasts. Pax Nursery now has a huge selection of plants, including Encore Azaleas, Hydrangeas, Roses, Camellias, Gardenias, Japanese Maples, and much, much more. They also stock wind chimes, concrete statuary, pottery, and almost any landscape supply you're in need of. Visit Pax Nursery on Highway 168 between Boaz and Kilpatrick, and also in Gadsden on Rainbow Drive. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm and Gunnersville your local State Farm agent. I am a proud Gunners alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street, a locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop. And now, back to the three and out pregame show. Welcome back into the three and out pregame show. Uh, so, kind of taking a step away from high school football for a minute, talk a little bit about college. Uh, decent slate tomorrow, much better than what we had last week. Of course, last week, and I, I knew it. I said we're going to have better games than what we we're going to expect out of last week. And in fact, I was Zach and I both were at the Tennessee Alabama game, and I can tell you without a doubt that that was a much better game than I wanted it to be. <laughs> I know that people look at it and are like, "Al, you you won by 28. You're aware that Alabama won by 28. I'm very aware of that. But at one point, midway through the third quarter. It was a one-score game. And I looked at Lauren, my wife, and I said, if we don't get points on the board here, me and you may be headed out because I am not going to sit here <laughs> and be present for Tennessee beating us for the first time in 14 years. Because if we got the field goal right. in the third quarter, Will Rockard made the field goal. That that helped tremendously uh, get getting that 10-point lead. You can't do lead. that, Joe. You can't leave. You early. don't understand, man. You don't, you, don't, you don't know how my mind works. Well, me and my dad, I was eight years old, I think. I think I was eight. Well, I wasn't going to stop ago. watching it. I was well, probably going to get in the car and listen to Eli. My dad and I were in Legion Field, <laughs> and we were getting we were getting trounced uh, by Tennessee. Not, not really, like, points-wise, but they were just dominating the game. I think it was 93, Legion Field. 
and we leave and we walk. And back then, when, where you parked, mm-hmm. there's all these houses, and they would have t- TV set up outside. I remember this, um, yeah. <laughs> and so we're walking to our car, and we're kind of like passing these TVs. Well, we kind of notice Alabama driving, and eventually they score, and eventually David Palmer runs in a two-point conversion yeah. to tie the game. And just you, you just can't leave. I will. I will say I've never. I've never <laughs> left early. I really have never left a game early. But I was close Saturday. We almost did it at the two uh, second and twenty six game. Like we were yeah. out the door. Yeah. <laughs> and we turned around. But Alabama ends up getting the win. Uh, moves on. Gets a much needed week <laughs> off tomorrow. Alabama does not play tomorrow. Auburn does play tomorrow. They get. Um, they get the lane train. Coming in to Jordan Hare Stadium tomorrow night at six. You can of course listen to that right here on ninety-five point nine. Pre-game will start at three. Am I correct? Three o'clock now tomorrow. Th- tailgate show. That is gonna be fun. Yeah, it, it, I like Auburn. It, it, I think Auburn I wins think the game. I think Auburn wins the game. Yeah. It's at home. It's a night game. It's, it's gonna be more dramatic than a soap opera, though. Oh, like yeah. I really think that it's just high drama. Lane, I mean, last, last, you know, last time Lane Kiffin was in prime time. Prime time. Yeah. We had mustard bottles and yes. water bottles being thrown on the field, so I don't I don't expect the Auburn fans to do that kind of thing. But I just expect some drama when there Lane Kiffin's involved. There will be. And Auburn at night, uh, I've seen I've gone to several games at night during Hare Stadium, and yeah, I'm not ashamed to say this at all. As an Alabama fan, it's it's hands down one of, if not the best, atmospheres in college football. It is loud at night. In Jordan Hare, it between is there, so between loud. there and Death Valley. Yeah, I mean, it is a tough place to play, and if if Ole Miss struggles um, to move the ball in that first quarter, second quarter, then I I don't think it's even a matter of oh, uh, can Auburn put it together to win this game? I I genuinely think Auburn's going to win straight up. Uh, I think Bo Nix is playing that well. I would love to see this, and I know you're going to be shocked when I say this. I would love to see this Auburn run game get back to where it's supposed to be. <laughs> He's uh, going to ride that horse. And I this mean, is a good team to get ride against. <sighs> Ole Miss is not good on the defensive you side are, of the ball. You are absolutely correct. So if, if there is a team, if there is a time for for this Auburn offensive line and Tate Bigsby to get right, it's tomorrow. I mean, get you get you somebody that. Props you up like Joe Cagle props up can, Tank Bip, you, Tank Big. You think I can eat an, an NIL deal with Tank? <laughs> you might I mean, can. You might can. If I just holler at him. <laughs> we just need to send him the email. Yeah. Uh, send him an email with all of the shows that we've done. Tank, we want you on 95.9 <laughs> once a week. That's right. <laughs> just to talk. Um, uh, hey, but um, I don't I don't know what they call this rivalry anymore that since we've kind of changed, like, you know, society's changed, but – Georgia, Florida. Oh, it's the cocktail oh, it's party. The largest, cocktail party. It's the largest outdoor cocktail. <laughs> well, you know they, think, they they don't have the shootout anymore in no, in, in of course. Oklahoma, Texas. I but. think I don't know what the contract looks like to play this game in Jacksonville, but I think once it's up, I think we're going home and home. And it, and it should be. It needs to be. It needs to be. I don't think anybody will complain about that. How I mean, how great would this be? You know, to have you got Florida in Athens, and if you've ever been to Athens. You know what an awesome game to atmosphere it is. So yeah, except for the grown men barking at you, but yeah, except for yeah. that. See, I, I, only <laughs> that time I went to Athens was in '08, and they barked for about <laughs> they did. three or four minutes, <laughs> and then it was yeah. over. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I hope they move this game. I think as it stands right now, the, the number I saw yesterday 
was Georgia minus 14. I think that moves closer to 10 by kickoff. I think I think Florida covers. This is a perfect spot for Dan Mullen well, there's to gotta, play lights out. Well, and there's got to be a slip-up by Georgia at some point, at right? At some point, and you kind of saw some chinks in the armor in that yeah. Kentucky game. Uh, that Georgia defense, though, whew. Yeah, they're they're good lord. They're, they're elite. They're very good. If they can do, if Florida can do to Georgia what they did to us, which was keep them off balance by using the run, then they're in for a game because Florida's got dudes. Right. I, I, you know, it's classic Dan Mullen to go get beat by Kentucky. It's also classic Dan Mullen to turn around and beat Georgia. I mean, it's just it's just who the guy God, is. I just tell you, I, I I respectfully disagree. I think I, I do I do think Georgia's due for a slip up at some point, but this Florida team is reeling, losing Kentucky, lose lose to Ed Orgeron the week that he's negotiating yeah. a buyout. Yeah, he's not even there mentally. And yeah, and and to lose there, and I know it was at LSU, tough place to play, but. Man, I just – what has happened to this Florida team this year? I, it's classic Dan Mullen. I, I've never thought Dan Mullen was a good coach. Never. But he's got the players to win 10 to 11 games every single year. I mean, in my opinion, Anthony Richardson just needs to be the quarterback. Right. And But he's he's done it throughout his career. He sticks with somebody until he can't anymore. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened at Mississippi State when he wouldn't play Dak over uh, – who was it? Well, Tyler Russell. Yeah, was that his, was that his name? Would not put Dak in. Right, it's the same thing. He's got it going on yeah. right now. He's got he is going with Emory Jones, or he's going to die until he has to put in Anthony Richardson. In. Right, so we'll see how it goes. Well, but now's I, the time. <laughs> I think Florida covers, if not wins straight up. So you heard it here first, and yeah. then obviously the Braves. He's he's pretty spot. I mean, well, we got it. Well, <laughs> in high school football, he is for sure. Hey, I've been good on my picks. What do you, what do you got the Gunners Liverpool game tonight? What's the what's the predicted score? Because you're talking about a line that would be the whatever Joe yeah. Cagle says would be forty-eight thirteen Gunnersville. Ooh, thirty-five, huh? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. You think I'm they score? Struggling, you know? I don't. I don't, I don't doubt <laughs> you. You're the oracle. I don't. I don't. <laughs> honestly, just don't. I... Thirteen late. I'm talking about some garbage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's it's gonna be wet, windy. I'm gonna say thirty-five to fourteen. Thirty-five to 10, somewhere something, around there. Yeah, something like that for sure. I, I don't think it's an issue for Gunnersville because you'll, you'll hear in Coach Reese's interview coming up, they truly, yes, they know it's the Albertville game, but he and his staff, they truly make it to where it is the 10th game on the schedule. And that's how the, that's how this team looks at it. That's how they always look at it. And, you know, I know it's cliche to say that it's a faceless opponent, but with this staff it really is. Yeah, let us do all that talking, right? And, you know about exactly. how how important the game is, blah, blah blah. Exactly. Players just treat it like any other game, and and, and you know ex- execute, play well, and you'll be fine. Absolutely. Now let's visit with Coach Lance Reese and the Coach Lance Reese Show. And now this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. At the outset, let us good folks at Foodland congratulate you good folks at Albertville and Guntersville High School for your excellent athletic programs. 
It's a joy to bring you the Coach Wee Show during the regular football season, and we'll continue to do so during the post-games. Good luck, Coach. Good luck, both schools. From Foodland, across from Gunnersville High School. Hey, welcome into the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, appreciate you joining us. As always, a uh, big win last week on the road at West Point. You guys uh, took care of business throughout the region through the entire year. Talk a little bit about going undefeated in the region and what kind of accomplishment that is. Yeah, it's uh, when you look at our region, there's some quality teams. So to win the region, host that first-round playoff game, uh, it's big. So it was good to kind of close out the region with that win on the road at West Point. Uh, we were able to get a lead and then uh, at the end play a lot of our young guys, which, uh, you know, they really work hard and give us a good look on the scout team. So anytime we can get them in, it's always good. So um, came out of that fairly healthy and now obviously on to the Apple Aggies. Yep. Um, obviously, this, this game doesn't need much of an intro. It's the oldest rivalry in the state. You guys know that you're playing Ramsey in the first round of the playoffs um, in a week from now, but that doesn't take away from the game that's, that's going on tonight. I know that for sure. Yeah, you're right. You know, looking around, the kind of the thing going on with coaches is to try to get week 10 off. So Ramsey's off, and I know that Pleasant Grove, people like that, they take week 10 off, and that gives them an extra week of preparation for the playoffs and lets them get healthy. But, you know, obviously we've got our kind of oldest rival there week 10, so definitely mm -hmm. not a week off. And uh, uh, we're going to have to go in this one fully prepared because uh, you know, Albertville could definitely make their season with a win in this game, so we need to be ready to go. Yeah, obviously uh, the Aggies have not had the the best of seasons. Uh, Coach English in his first year. What what does he bring to this team that may be a little bit different than what you've seen from an Aggies Aggies team in the past? Um, you know, uh, schematically they're similar to what they are. They're, they're still running the spread, still blitzing a lot on defense. Uh, anytime you're playing a seven A team, obviously they've got a lot of players and a lot of excitement. So uh, and they talk a lot about being seven A. So. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, you know, they lost to a, a 5A Boas team and an Arab 6A team. So we've got to just concentrate on doing what we've been doing all year and not let the fact that it's a big rival game and, and uh, all that play a factor. Just keep the focus on us and doing what we did throughout the season. Hopefully it will bring us success on Friday. Yeah, and obviously uh, if you if you know you're, you're getting ready for a playoff game this first round, that you, you obviously want to go into – as many games as you can before that playoff game and, and play as well as you can what are some spots um maybe you'd like to see a little bit more of some some higher execution maybe maybe there's some spots where you're excited where you guys are just talk a little bit about where you are at this point going into the playoffs. sure well we, we kind of talked to the team after the Boaz game and realized that we were gonna win the region and we said that when we do get to the first round and play a team like uh, Ramsey that we've got to be playing our best football so we can't go in there we couldn't go in last week and kind of stay stagnant and, and then go into Alberville and uh, just, just try to kind of win. We've got to be the try to get better each week because we know looking at the teams we match up with in the playoffs, we're going to have to play our best football. So uh, uh, this week we want to play our best football not only to beat Alberville but also just to take that next step forward in uh, getting better on offense, defense, and special teams because when you get in the playoffs, you know, one one bad game and you're out. Right. And uh, – Really like this team. Uh, I'm really proud of our 15 seniors. Coaching staff's working hard, so I'm not ready for the season to end, and I know they're not. So uh, we're going to do everything we can to not only play uh, play well and win this week, but to get ready for that next playoff game. This is time of the year, too, when you can kind of start 
reflecting on, on on what's happened throughout the, the you know the past season and I, I think something worth talking about for sure would be kicker Tristan Palacios so I feel like he stepped in and played really well for you guys this year uh, kicking on on extra points and as well as kickoffs yeah Tristan has done a great job uh, for us you know when you can kind of take those extra points for granted and know that if we execute well he's going to knock it through that's so big because you can watch NFL college games if you start missing extra points now you're going for two pretty soon you've got yourself down by two or three scores so uh very big to have somebody like that you can count on and also kickoff uh mm -hmm. we ask him to place the ball in certain areas of the field so that we can cover and uh when you play teams with great speed if you just kick it uh, down the middle goodness it's it's hard to defend the whole area of the field so we ask him to do a variety of kicks and he works hard uh along with dalton glasgow they kind of stay down on the game field when we're going up and then mm -hmm. they just join us up on the practice field when we're actually working on special teams. So uh, uh, they do a good job, and kicker's kind of like a center. You don't really – so sometimes you don't exactly. notice them unless they do something bad. Exactly. But we we honestly are, are thrilled to death with him, and he's a big part of our success this year. We'll talk a little bit about Miller Kuttner going into this game. I know he's he's dealt with that injury early. seems like he's really turned the corner with that thing and, and, and finally playing back to – to the standard we all know Miller can play to. Yeah, Miller had a just just a real kind of devastating injury right there. The first or really the second series of the Hanley game where he dislocated his elbow and tore his UCL, and uh, you know he's been working hard along with uh, Jonathan Odell to try to regain strength in that. And I think uh, early on he was basically playing with one arm. Yeah, and uh, one armed Miller Cutner is better than most people. <laughs> but now he's getting more confidence and he's kind of getting more back to where he was. Miller was set to have a, just a huge senior year. He had really worked hard in the offseason to get bigger and stronger, and, you know, he's got all that experience. So I think now you're seeing uh, more of what he could have done without the injury, and, and uh, you know, he can be a dominant player when he's playing right. For sure, Coach. You know, obviously going to Albertville tonight, um, you know, what, what, what do you want to see from your team, not only in this big rivalry game, but, but also knowing that you've got this first-round playoff game coming up. How, how important could playing well tonight be going forward? It can be really important, and you just want to make sure the kids don't get caught up in the fact that it's Iberville and it's a big rivalry. Uh, you've still got to do your job, execute your job. Don't try to do more than you're responsible for. You know, you mm -hmm. can't. You can't stop yourself with penalties for running your mouth and things like that or, or hitting away from the ball. Even though both teams really want to win this one, it's going to be a physical game with sure. a lot of emotion. You can't let that emotion stop you from doing your job or cause you to get uh, penalties that are going to hurt your team. So I tell them personal foul is kind of a selfish penalty because it just brings you immediate satisfaction, then it hurts the team. And uh, and then on uh, Monday we give them some reinforcement there about why we can't get those. But uh, – Hopefully both teams will be focused on the game and not have any not have any of that because uh, we see areas on offense, defense, and special teams where we need to improve. And uh, Alberville's got a, a really good quarterback, super competitor. He can make plays running and passing the ball. Uh, defensively, they're going to play man coverage and they're going to bring more blitzes than uh, we've seen all year. When you blitz like Alberville, it's going to be a big play for us or for them. So mm -hmm. somebody's, you know, a blitz can cause problems if you don't if you stand back there and hold the ball or if you don't block and they hit you in the backfield. If they are bringing that pressure, though, it sometimes it does create running lanes. And if they're going to play man coverage, if you get by that first defender, it can be a big pass play. So it's going to be a good challenge for us in a different type of defense than we've seen in a while. Good deal. Well, Coach, best of luck tonight, as always. And uh, next week we will get ready to talk about some playoffs. Thanks again. All right. Thank you, Joe.
And a reminder, we're in the midst of our four-day sale, our spooky special sale, out here at Foodland. We're featuring McKenzie's Creamed Corn 5 at a 20-ounce yellow or white corn 5 books. Through this weekend, hurry, because the quantities are limited. To Foodland, congratulating Gunnersville and Albertville High School football programs. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Kickoff is only minutes away. So that was Coach Reese. Um, he didn't hide many feelings he's fire, <laughs> about hey, this game. He's just like every other Gunnersville yeah, person, yeah. fired up. But it, it doesn't sound like a faceless opponent. No. <laughs> but <laughs> oh man, I love it though. I absolutely love it. So. Correct me if I'm wrong. We mentioned this earlier in the show. Coach Reese is going for his 98th win tonight. Correct. Correct. Yes. 98. And if, if he if, can get that Ramsey win, 99, and then the second round of the playoffs. I think it's it's that's impressive. We but don't want to jinx time, him, but that's how close he is. It's also if he win if Gunnersville wins tonight, he ties Coach Isom with nine yeah. wins against Albertville. Yeah, that's huge. That's too. Imp- I mean to go nine and three against. The neighboring city. Well, yep. Nick Saban can't even do it against Auburn. No. So yeah, I mean no. that's that's impressive. That's impressive any way you cut it. But yeah. he can do it against Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, and uh, you know, and you know, Coach Reese doing this against a seven A team. Yes, Albertville seven A. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knew this or not. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, you know, it's out there, so we can talk about it. Now. That's right. But. No, that was just – I love those kind of interviews. Um, you know, you can tell – you can tell when a game means something. And he does a good – he really does a good job of 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 keeping the players focused and ready. You see them a lot. Are they bouncing around talking about how it's Albertville League? Woo! Mm, it's business, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's it's all business. It's, uh, it's another week. It's another opponent. It just happens to be the biggest rival on the schedule. And – Probably the biggest, oldest. It is the oldest rivalry in the state. So I mean, it's arguably the biggest one in the state as well. Obviously, Albertville not being as competitive these last few years, uh, it kind of kind of tarnishes that. But nevertheless, it is the Albertville game, and it means a lot to a lot of people. Coach Reese is going for his 98th win tonight. It's really impressive as well. Uh, just some final thoughts. Just win, baby. That's what I say, Al Davis. Davis, Just win, baby. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and I think that's exactly what's going to happen. So, like I said, 40, you heard it from me. What did I say, 40, 48-13? 48-13. 48-13. And it is. They cover that 31-point spread. (laughs) That's about what I'd put on it, 31. 31 and a half, I'll give you a hook. You're brave. You're brave. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much again for uh, listening through the entire regular season. I cannot believe this is the last regular season game of the year. But we will be back for sure next week. And after next week, we're living on borrowed time every single week because every single week your season could be over. So please um, join us again next week as we preview the playoff game against the Ramsey Rams as they come to Gunnersville. Uh, until then, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And uh, we will see you next week. 